Game six between the Boston Celtics and Toronto Raptors was an instant classic, but the refs definitely heavily involved down the stretch. I'm Sierra Goodwill here with Jimmy Toscano, Josue Pavone, and Bobby Manning. The end of regulation was utter chaos. There was whistles flying all over the place in a matter of seconds. Do you think that ultimately the Celtics got the short end of the stick in regulation? I don't like them giving the timeout to OG and it's such a little thing that he, he doesn't fully have the ball yet, but they give it to him anyway. And then obviously it's almost a jump ball situation there. Like the little things like that happened during this game. They could have gone either way, like a soft shoving smart down the end of the game. You're not going to call that giving OG the timeout. There's fine. Even though they gave it to him a little bit early. And honestly, Tice. I thought they caught a break on the alley-oop. The Tice one, I don't like replay, but that's another story. But the alley-oop before uh, regulation ended, I thought they were going to give shots there. I would have been through the roof if they did that. But they. <laughs> but didn't. that wasn't even a foul. No, it was a foul. <laughs> they went up and smashed, and it's on the defender there. They are both playing the ball. I mean, They're, they're glad go- to get a foul there because what was there, like .7 left after that? Killed yeah, the game would have been ball. over. One free what about, game what about the Kemba? Murdered going to the hoop, not a whistle, nothing. Um, I didn't like the Tice taking back of the foul and then making it a jump ball. It, it, uh, listen, I'm not going to sit here and complain about the rest for 10 minutes, but I will say if you're a Celtics fan, you are probably feeling like the NBA really, really, really wanted a game seven. So yeah. I think the 50, 50 calls may have went the Raptors way. Well, let's talk about this one play uh, where Jason Tatum seemed to throw the ball into oblivion. But when you look at the replay, Nick Nurse is positioned right at the baseline in the corner. And it does seem like Tatum thought Nick Nurse was Daniel Tice. Do you think that coaches are allowed to stand there if they are allowed to stand there? How unfortunate would you say that that whole debacle was? Okay, what drove me crazy was it's one thing to stand there and just coach or yell if you have to yell, you know, like something like Brad Stevens would do, you know what I mean? But to hunch over and look like an exhausted shooter in the corner, I mean, that could trick anyone from the corner of their eye. And I give credit to Jason Tatum for not saying, yeah, it's his fault, because that would have been a little bit much. But at the same time, though, I mean, if you're the referee, look, I was watching that corner throughout the second overtime for obvious reasons, and he was doing it over and over again. I think it's something that's worth being addressed. I don't think it's something that's worth, uh, a suspension or you know possibly it's a fine uh, moving moving forward is he gonna get a technical foul if he does it again but i definitely he should the, the league should should address it they should absolutely address this the league should address it nick nurse knows better i mean mr coach of the year knows probably every little thing he can and cannot do he knows what he was doing over there and listen it's you know i i'm not gonna i'm still obviously it's jason team's fault for not realizing where his play, where his teammates are in the situation and all that but Nick Nurse knows what he's doing. That's, that gives me, like, Jason Kidd vibes. That gives me Mike Tomlin vibes. Like, these guys that are just trying to sneak in and, and do something that's a little, you know, off, off like, the unwritten rules of the game type thing. So, I hope Brad Stevens, uh, you know, pulls in his bag of trips. Because if that's how it's going to be, then they should both, you know, benefit from it. Well, what Stevens needs to do, and you said this, Joe Sway, and Jimmy, you set up how he's going to probably do it. He needs yeah. to game the refs a little bit here. He didn't like the lack of a no call on Tice's dunk in the fourth quarter. He didn't like Kemba's call there. Express that, even if he has to do it in the most modest way ever. Jimmy, you said in the post game show, he'd probably go, We all know what happened here. 
and you wouldn't get fined. Yeah, right. At least give me yeah. that because n- nurse is going to do it. Nurse is going to do the play on the sideline there. And Stevens is going to take the high ground, say they need to fix this, say they need to do better here. And they're not going to get any benefit from that. But we saw with the Tatum free throws after nurse complained after game two, that can have an impact. So you got to at least yeah. try. Agreed. And Nick Nurse, he's becoming a sideshow out there. I mean, this guy's up and down the court. He's on He's on the court. He's in the corner. He's Yo, I thought he was out. fighting back tears at one point. I could have swore he was fighting back tears. He's emotional. <laughs> he up by like four. He looked like he was – his eyes looked like they were filling up. He's getting definitely. into it with his, with his own guys, even. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely super emotional. You can share all your opinions on that specific instance. Screw Nick Nurse. In the corner down in our comments. I'm <laughs> sure you all have plenty series. to say about it. But for all the rest of our Boston Celtics coverage, you can find it on our website at clnsmedia.com and on our YouTube channel at Celtics All Access. Computer systems in cars are the new normal, from electronically controlled transmissions to touchscreen displays to dozens of sensors, but you can't fix any of these new features yourself. So when something breaks, it could cost a fortune, and now is not the time for expensive repairs. We all experience car trouble once in a while, I know I have, and the repair process always takes forever, so that's why I have CarShield. CarShield has affordable protection plans, that can save you thousands for a covered repair, including computers, GPS, electronics, and more. And the people at CarShield understand payment flexibility is an absolute must. We're on to game seven. Some of the best words in sports. Toronto Raptors, Boston Celtics, Friday night, 9 p.m. tip. So everyone get your coffee ready. I'm Sierra Goodwill here with Joe Sway Pavone and Bobby Manning. Obviously, we know how game six went down. Epic double overtime, heartbreaking for the Celtics. If they want to bounce back, as they probably should, as they're the more talented team in this series and advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. What is the key to a Celtics victory? Jimmy, let's start with you. Key to a Celtics victory for me starts with the most important player on the Celtics, in my opinion, Kemba Walker, getting the boys going early, getting himself going early too. 0 for 3 to start the first half of game six, never got himself in a rhythm, took some shots on the defensive end from Kyle Lowry constantly. Um, I'd like to see him going. I'd like to see him get not only himself going, but you need to get Jason Tatum going. We're waiting for that Tatum game. I know we all are. Um, Jalen Brown's doing everything he can. He's holding up his end of the bargain. But I think it's it's on Kemba and Jason Tatum to sort of, you know, rise to the top here, get these guys going, and get out to an early lead so that you're not focused so much on this third quarter troubles that you've been running into. Yeah, I totally agree that you got to win this game early. Uh, 
game five, we saw them string all those stops together, take that 20-point lead and just run with it so that the second half didn't even matter. I think you're going to need a similar situation because we haven't seen the Celtics close a win, per se, in this in tight fashion. Game two, Toronto stepped out of bounds with 30 seconds left. They didn't need to get that last stop. So game six, they come close. Toronto had their screw-ups in the clutch. We saw Norman Powell's awful set 10 to overtime. But the Celtics had more lapses in those situations. Toronto got the better of them there, just like they did in game three. So if this comes down the wire, I'm concerned for the Celtics because the Raptors just seem to string together better sets, timelier sets, and punch back consistently if this is going to be a close game. Um, Tighten up the bench a little bit too. Uh, no Robert Williams in game seven. They've tried it. It's worked. It hasn't worked, but keep things tight just like Toronto has. Yeah. See, I, for me, I think it's, the, it's all about the second half. You know, I think between these two teams, the first half, the way either team gets out, it just seems to even itself out by the second half. And that's because what, what's been going on throughout the third quarter. Now the Celtics have to get going in the third quarter. I would say limit Toronto's three point shooting and get back to that transition defense that we saw in game five. That's really what it boils down to in second half execution. Offensively, I'm not worried about these guys. I'm not worried about Taven. I'm not worried about Brown. A little concerned about Kemba. Uh, I just think Kemba can give you points and doses, but he needs to be more consistent and more efficient in this one. I want to see at least 17 attempts. Uh, second half, Kemba, I don't care if he only takes three or four in the first half. Again, it's all about that second half. And, uh, and again, get back to that transition defense that we saw before. Uh, before, you know, this, this Raptors team evened up the series at three games apiece. Man, I, I still can't believe I'll we're here playing the game. Really. It's game tough. seven, three, three. That, that's it. That's all I got. Well, we all know I predicted Celtics in six. So I think Jimmy did as well. So Jimmy we're predicted move on. a couple what? of different things. <laughs> My original was Celtics I in made seven, every prediction possible. <laughs> we're going to move on to just game seven. And we're going to go around the horn with our predictions I somehow don't have a good feeling about this for the Celtics. I don't know why. I just feel like they haven't been able to string together two excellent games in a row. Um, Mm. But who knows? I am feeling like Bobby are going Raptors, or am I wrong? It's going to be the Raptors. I hate to say it. Bobby's on the ballot You love to say it. You love to say it. No, I hate to see it because I want to keep doing these shows, all the rest, but... Well, you're going to keep doing your own Raptors show, I think. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I should, right? Well, I'll have an easy team to root for going forward if the Raptors win this, but I'm concerned... Bobby's so torn. (laughs) I'm torn because of this. There's one reservation I have about the Raptors. They burnt themselves out tonight. No bench at all in that second half. 50-plus minutes for Lowry and some of these others, older players, veterans. Are they going to have enough to go deep in a game and not burn out? Because Lowry had nothing left in that double overtime when he pulled out that bucket to win it. So it's in two days, not a lot of time to recover. The Celtics are younger. If anything bodes well for Boston, it's that. But something intrinsically about this Raptors team, they come through when they need to. So I'm sticking with them. I'm going Celtics down to the wire. Uh, I think Celtics are going to separate themselves. I don't know towards the end whether it's like a four point or five point lead, some sort of uh, something to that effect. And what one minute left to go? I don't think it will be like a, a nail biter and like a game winner situation. But I just think the Celtics offense prevails in that fourth quarter. Uh, that's my prediction. Uh, I'm a little, I'm buying a little bit into that, Bobby, about the minutes and that, those really adding up. Uh, just for someone like Lowry, because I mean, 53 minutes. It's a lot for any player, but for Lowry, it's more like you put like 65 minutes <laughs> kind of effort that you receive from somebody else. So it's a whole different uh, game when we're talking about Kyle Lowry. So I, I do think he, he'll run out of gas a bit here 
he's going to need his teammates to pick pick things up on uh, on both ends. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my my original prediction of Celtics and seven. I did switch it twelve times, but originally it was Celtics and seven, so it only makes sense for me to keep it. And based on what I've seen so far, yes, it's it. We are in game seven. It's been back and forth. Both teams have put up some real stinkers, but I still think that the Celtics are a more talented team, and when they're playing their good basketball or great basketball, I think it's slightly better than the Raptors. And I think if you can expect both teams to just give everything they have in game seven, I know this is the biggest game for a lot of these Celtics players. I'm thinking and I'm hoping that they can rise to the, rise to the challenge. This is why they brought Kemba Walker here, right? Cardiac Kemba. This is, you know, moments like Jalen Brown and, and um, Jason Tatum. This, you know, they have some playoff experience, but this is going to be their biggest game yet. And I'm thinking that they can rise to the challenge here. And um, listen, the path is there for them to go all the way to the NBA Finals. So I'm hoping that they can take advantage of it. Well, Cardiac Kemba's got to be out in full force. That's for sure. Get that UConn uh, oh. jersey out, Sierra. <laughs> oh, I know all about it. I've said it a million times. We got to see it on Friday night. That's it. And we'll have all your Celtics coverage of that game on our website at clnsmedia.com, on our Twitter at Celtics CLNS, and on our YouTube at Celtics All Access.